Welcome to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast, the place to get advice, tips, and tricks to building the life and luxury home of your dreams with 30-year business owner, designer, and builder, Julie Lawton. It all starts with a good plan. This is Julie Lawton Living. Hi, everybody. It's Julie Lawton, and welcome back to the podcast. Today is Women's Equality Day. I want to talk to you today about how I never let fear or stereotypes, you know, stop me from my progress in my business and my personal life. So Women's Equality Day for me means that, you know, women and men are equal in the workplace and in life. You know, think about your relationships, you know, successful relationships between men and women are not about the gender. It's about how you communicate you know, it's 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 really just two humans talking to each other and working together and supporting each other. So Women's Equality Day goes way back to probably, you know, when women couldn't vote, you know, and there, all this other nonsense. But um, it's celebrating the fact that women and men and all of us communicate no matter the gender. It's communication and the equal playing field. So my situation is unique because I'm a woman in construction, right? Now, women in construction, I think the numbers are 15%. There is very few women in construction. That doesn't mean there's not women in construction, but the numbers are, are low because historically, women in architecture and engineering and construction, for example, were mostly men. Now, my biggest idol, Julia Morgan, she was the first woman licensed architect and engineer in California. So there are exceptions, but traditionally, you know, your architect's a man, your engineer's a man, the contractor's a man. So women in construction is not a new thing, but they're still low numbers. So what it is, is when it's, we're, we're a strong force now as women, but you know, it's still a low number. But the point is women in construction I remember when I got in construction, there was no women in construction in the 70s and 80s. I mean, I'm 61. So when I was working in New York City in the 80s, there was no women running around the job site. It was all men. There was no women in the meetings. It was all men. And there was no women in the drafting pool. Now, there were a couple female architects on staff at one of the firms I was at, and that was refreshing, and they were good mentors. But it was all men, Um, you know, and I didn't bother me, but, um, the stereotype was when I became a contractor, the stereotype was still there. Like, Oh my God, it's men are the contractor. You know, women won't be accepted. You won't be accepted, you know, or you, it, it just won't work. Cause it was really like a concept, which is funny is that we're not smart enough to be a contractor because we've never swung a hammer. There was this whole thing about how dare you, you're, you know, you're not doing the labor. How would you know? But um, a little sidebar with me is that the minute I became a contractor, I put on a tool belt and picked up a nail gun and learned to frame a wall because I needed to prove to myself I could do it. And oh my God, that was so hard. But I did it um, with cowboy boots on. That was dumb. And it was a summer on the peninsula. And um, I, you know, it's a lot of traffic going by, but I actually framed um, a, a living room and a bathroom with my head framer and, um, in my little uniform and that nail gun is like 30 pounds. And, um, I tore more walls out than I built, but, um, cause he'd make me redo it if it wasn't perfect. So you don't want to be doing that. It's the hardest thing on the planet. I swear it's the biggest exercise, but my point is I did learn a trade, um, as a point 
a purpose just because, you know, and I, I would, you know, so the point is construction is a man's world. And there's a stereotype about what a woman know, because when I was younger, they would, the contractors would challenge me, especially if you get, especially after I was licensed and I actually showed up as the boss. Oh my God. Every sub challenged me to see what I knew and try to trick me and ask me questions and see if I would fall on my face. And so I happily answered them with my years of expertise because none of these people that, that in Laguna, which were challenging me when I uh, got my license, knew that I had almost 10 years in New York City with Teamsters and Union and and uh, the biggest contractors in the world. That was my, my that's where I cut my teeth. So um, I learned how to behave on a job site when I was 21, day one. And my dad also had me out doing construction projects when I was 14 and 15, and I grew up around men. So um, it was funny because nothing bothered me, but it made me laugh. But I was challenged so hard because, you know, I look like I do today, but I was younger. And so like, who's this little baby girl, you know, on the construction site that now has become a boss and it was constant. So yeah, it was funny between the sexism and the questions. It was hilarious. But, um, I just laughed because I had years of experience on everyone around me. And, um, that's what made me the powerhouse I am today is I did the work. I have the experience and when I hit residential, I was leagues ahead of everybody around me professionally. So yeah, that's my story, but that's the truth. It was fun. So nothing bothered me, but boy, I was challenged on a regular basis in the beginning and uh, nobody challenges me anymore. So <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> so my biggest advice, if you're a woman and you're thinking about getting in construction, seriously, you do have the option of learning a trade. You can be a welder, you can be a, an electrician, you can be a plumber, you can be a framer. You can, uh, you know, work on bridges. You could do commercial. You could do residential. You can be in the union. You know, there's a whole, if you want to do labor, because I had a female drywall girl. She was in commercial. She kicked butt. She worked right next to my, my head framer who did drywall. And um, she was good. She was slinging the drywall. She did not need help. She was used to working with, uh, on commercial with all men. She was old school. And, um, but it's backbreaking, you know, but my advice to women, because this is where it's needed for every industry, um, every part of this industry, I should say, especially commercial, but more important residential because it's missing is construction management. This is what's missing because look at the small contractor. He's got his wife doing the books. He doesn't know how to do the paperwork. He doesn't know how to project manage it so well. He just wakes up every morning and wings it. You know, reactive contracting is not a healthy way to work. So project management is probably the best way a, a, w women could get into the construction. Because when you do learn project management, you learn to do what I'm doing. You learn to run the job as the contractor. So that's huge. You know, construction management, project management is being the contractor, timing, budgets, all that. It's You're doing what the contractor does. And then if you really want to add a bonus to your life, if you want to, as a woman, a no-brainer, study architecture and interior design, but at least know how to read plans. You got to know how to read plans. If you could design, it's a gift. It's a talent. Some people don't have it. I was born with it. It's weird. Uh, not weird, but it was a blessing. I, I didn't have to try so hard, but um, the talent uh, was there. So, but you need to learn how to read plans and learn construction management. And that's my advice to women in construction. I really think that more women don't get involved in construction because of the stereotypes to this day. 
I'm going to be doing a talk on boundaries and um, there are no boundaries. There are no, there are no actual barriers. I should say the boundaries, you know, you think you have that you have to stay in and the barriers you think are there, they're not there. You know, women in construction are very um, an asset, but I really think to this day, seriously, that, cause I heard this and felt this, you know, 30 years ago is, Women are afraid they won't be accepted. They're afraid they won't fit in. They're afraid they can't do it because they don't realize what it really is. Construction and being in general is managing and forecasting and project managing and staying on budget. That's all it really is. But in order to do that, trust me, um, you have to have experience because you cannot wing it. You have to work under somebody and learn what's going to work and not work from experience. Every decision I make today is because I have 30 years experience and I know what's going to happen if I do this, that, and that. I'm not guessing. I know the outcome from my actions. But when I was 21, you know, 25, I didn't know the consequences of those actions because I didn't have the experience and the knowledge because I didn't experience what would happen if I did this and did that. And now I have that experience. So when you work in construction, um, you work under someone knowledgeable. And of course, women entering construction would probably have to work under a man. But there are enough women-owned businesses probably now that you could actually find a woman-owned business and work under a woman. But it's that fear of getting in the boys club, you know, because we're not talking about women playing women playing men's sports and men playing women's sports. We're talking about a business. It's an equal playing field. There are no barriers to your brain power. You know, it's your brain power is the asset. And, you know, that's what it is. It's not gender. It's brain power and knowledge and experience and willingness to learn. So my advice is get over the fear that it's a boys club and it's a man's world. It's not. It's 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 an equal playing field. I wish all of you a happy Women's Equality Day. And I look forward to being with you again next week right here on the podcast. For more information and to learn more, please connect with me at JulieLawtonLiving.com. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Julie Lawton Living. For more information or to connect with Julie one-on-one, visit JulieLawtonLiving.com. And don't forget, it all starts with a good plan.